Consideration, risk, return, and game shows? Yeah, game shows. I've got a little bit of identity and some deal or no deal for you this time. That's right. A show with my fellow Baldy, Howie Mandel. If you have a calculator handy, you might want to double check my math on some of the examples today. But if you trust me, and I think you can, you can just listen to this one anywhere. So if you're at home, out for a run, or driving around, I think you're going to like this one. Roll up. It's time for some risk and return. Let's start off today with a pop quiz. What if you were on a game show and the host gave you a choice? You can have $250,000 guaranteed, or you can flip a coin. If the coin lands heads up, you win $500,000. If the coin lands tails up, you go home with zero. Nada. The squadoosh. Which one do you choose? The sure thing? The 50-50 chance? Maybe you don't even care. You might be indifferent between the two. Which one of these options sounds best to you? While you're thinking about it, I'll tell you why I'm talking about this today. It's because if you prefer one of these choices to the other, or if you are indifferent between the two, then it tells me something about your personal attitude toward risk. Now here's how I can say that. Anytime we have a range of cash flows and the associated probabilities of receiving those cash flows, we can calculate an expected return. In this example, there is a 50% chance of earning $500,000 and a 50% chance of earning zero. To calculate the expected return on this game, we multiply each cash flow by its associated probability and then we add the results together. $500,000 times 50% equals $250,000. $0 times 50% equals zero dollars. So we add up 250,000 and zero and we come up with an expected return or expected value of $250,000. So the expected value of the risky alternative is $250,000 and we also have a certain opportunity that is worth $250,000. So which one is most appealing to you? Really, think about it. What would you do with $250,000? What would you do with $500,000? What would you do if you had to go home with nothing and it was all over town? The certain $250,000? The 50-50 chance with an expected value of $250,000? Or maybe you are truly indifferent between the two. Lock in your answer now. 
Which one did you choose? If you prefer the sure $250,000, then I'd describe you as being risk averse. That's because when faced with two alternatives with the same expected value, you selected the low risk alternative. You avoid risk when given the opportunity to achieve the same expected return. Now there are the financial bungee jumpers of the world. I'm referring to those of you who preferred the 50-50 chance of half a million or zero to the sure $250,000. I'd describe these people as risk seekers or risk lovers. These types of people prefer a risky opportunity to a less risky opportunity with the same expected value. Last of all are the people who are truly indifferent between the two outcomes. I'd describe this last group as being risk neutral. Someone who is truly risk neutral only looks at the expected return of an investment and doesn't base their decision upon risk at all. Now I recently saw a decision like this on the television show Identity. The contestant could walk away with a certain 250000 or they could keep playing the game. There were two ladies on the stage and the contestant was charged with identifying which one was an astronomer and which one was a former prison guard. If the contestant guessed correctly, they won $500,000. If they guessed wrong, they won nothing. Now this contestant took the chance. Does that mean that she was a risk seeker? Well, I need to tell you one more thing. She had asked three experts which one of the ladies was a prison guard, and all three experts were quite sure that the prison guard was the lady on the right. So at this point, the contestant wasn't exactly flipping a coin. She was more than 50% certain which one was the prison guard. So the expected value of the risky option was more than $250,000. Let's say that she was 70% certain that the lady on the right was the prison guard. What is the expected value of the risky option in this case? Well, 70% times 500000 is 350000 And the chance that she was wrong was 30%. 30% times zero is zero so the expected value is three hundred and fifty thousand dollars this contestant would rather take the risk with an expected value of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars than assure two hundred and fifty thousand dollars she picked correctly and went home with a smooth half million dollars pre-tax Let's switch over to deal or no deal. In this game, you select one of 26 suitcases. Each suitcase has a randomly assigned dollar amount in it from one penny, building up to one million dollars. Periodically, the banker offers to buy your case from you. If you haven't seen the game, check out an episode on TV or play the online version on NBC.com to get the idea. Now this game is based on pure luck for the most part, however the amount of money that the banker offers for the contestant's case is related to the expected value of the remaining cases. Now I don't think you are ever going to see Stuart on Deal or No Deal. 
That's because they seem to select a certain type of person for most of their games. The type of person I'm talking about is a wild-eyed risk seeker who believes that they have VSP or X-ray vision or some other way of actually knowing what is in a closed suitcase. Now, I'm not that guy, so I'll probably never get to be on stage with Howie. Not all of their contestants are risk seekers, but a lot of them are, and that's sometimes pretty interesting to watch. Recently, I saw a graduate student from Tyler, Texas on the show. The game was going very well for him. He was down to his case and four more up on the stage. The remaining values were $50, $400, $100,000, $300,000, and $750,000. Now assuming that each of these values were equally likely, what was the expected value of his case? Each case has a 20% chance of being selected, so we could multiply each value by 20%, or we could just add up the five values and divide by five to get our expected value. In this situation, that's just over $230,000. The banker offered him $114,000 for his case. That's just under half the expected value. Now, I'd like to think that if it was me, I would have figured out that the expected value of continuing was twice as great as the offer and I would have kept playing. But honestly, when I was a grad student, I would probably have sold out for $114 and it might have been more than my nerves could take to walk away from $114,000. But the grad student from Tyler said, no deal. This meant he had to pick one more case to eliminate. He picked a case. They opened it, revealing the $400 value. This was great for him because that left four values, $50, $100,000, and $750,000. If you add these up and divide by four, you get an expected value of a little more than $287,000. The banker offered $214,000. That's about 74% of the expected value. So a risky $287,000 or a certain $214,000. What did he do? He took it. You must have heard me screaming at the TV set. Now, if you've seen this show, you know that it isn't over when you take the offer. Nope. Howie makes you tell him which case you would have picked next. It's like when you broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend in high school, and instead of them just shaking your hand and wishing you the best of luck in the future, they decide to recite a list of the ways in which you have disappointed them or let them down. It's brutal! Well, that's how they play the game, but that's not how I do the podcast. Our hero from Tyler ended up making a really good deal, and he was planning on being a professor someday, so I was really happy for him. He demonstrated that he was risk-averse, and according to finance theory, that's how we all want to be. Protect the house! Well, it's time to call it. I appreciate you tuning in today. If you have any questions, requests, or suggestions for future episodes, 
you can email them to me at stulinium at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Until next time, Jonathan Stewart, Stulinium Radio.